Hello friends, welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Grace Connection Church with Pastor Tim Kelly. Grace Thoughts has been dedicated to preaching a clear gospel of grace for over 20 years. Here is Pastor Kelly. The grace of God makes no guarantees on how life will play out. I think we do people a great misjustice sometimes in our early days as Christianity, in our early Christian days of painting a rosy picture of the Christian life. And somehow if you accept Christ, your life will be this way. And we paint this flowery thing like, like we're never going to have deep pain. And we're never going to have inexplicable um, confusion. We're never going to have times of loneliness, times of discouragement, times of depression, times of incredible loss and incredible grief and incredible heartache. In fact, my friends, I've been doing this for 30 years now, and I have seen really no difference between the suffering of Christians and the suffering of non-Christians. I venture to say, because of the higher moral and ethical aptitude and um, that Christians have or are supposed to have, the suffering may be even a little bit higher for those who name the name of Christ. In life, we will have heartache. We will have wounds and pressure and failures, spiritual confusion. Sometimes it's unbearable. Sometimes it's hard to define it. Oftentimes it's going to seem as though God has let you down. His promises are not yea and amen. God's grace never wastes human experience. I'm purposely, I'm going to, I'm going to paint a dire picture for you. Because I want to bring you to earth. I want you to understand what it really means to walk in the dust of the Christian life and find out really what it's like. I'm an exchange life believer. I totally believe in the exchange. Like I believe that you can live with an identity that's in Christ and not in the world. I believe that. But even in that identity, which Christ lived perfectly, he found himself on a cross. He found himself rejected by people that he loved. He found himself misunderstood. He found himself forsaken by people that he trusted that would never forsake him. Left him alone. And the epistle of First Peter, the, the number one theme throughout the epistle was suffering. You can see it in almost every chapter of the epistle. starts right off the bat, 1 verse 7, um, the trying your faith being much more precious than gold. And, and chapter 2 talked about suffering. And chapter 3 talked about suffering. Chapter 4 talks about suffering. And chapter 5 talks about suffering. Every chapter in the epistle talks about the very fact that Christians suffer. And in about a month we'll have another message on suffering because we'll be in First Peter chapter 5. <laughs> So it, it, was a, it was a reoccurring theme, and I want to put it in the proper context here. The suffering that they were experiencing here in this epistle wasn't really necessarily the type of suffering that I just described. This was suffering that was due to persecution. Probably some questions, too. When the husband didn't come home because he was beaten or killed by, by uh, the persecuting Jews and the persecuting government, that would probably cause some spiritual confusion. You probably would have made you question, why did this happen? But this suffering was due to these, these people who simply identified with Jesus as being the Messiah, 
in his death, burial, and resurrection, and they found themselves being outcast, as we said a little bit of Sunday morning, identifying which Christ uh, meant in those days being baptized in the name of Jesus, water baptism in the name of Jesus, that wasn't a casual thing they did back then. When they were baptized, that meant they identified. We brought in the spirit baptism Sunday morning. But just to understand the premise, what that meant that they identified with Jesus. And when they identified with Jesus, their life changed. They lost friends. They sometimes lost family. They lost social status. They lost jobs. And depending on exactly when they were born and where they were born, sometimes they lost their freedom. Sometimes they lost their health. So saying, I'm a Christian, I'm being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, making a public confession, didn't come easily to the first century and second century saints. Let's read it for 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. It says this, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was giving a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three times I begged the Lord to take it away. So we had this messenger from Satan, and he had this thorn in his flesh. We don't really know what that thorn was. It could have been physical pain. could have been a relationship. It could have been numerous different things. The eye issue that he had. It meant to torment him from keeping, and meant to keep him from being proud. And each time he said in verse 9, My grace is all you need. My power works best in your weakness. So I am glad to boast of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses for in the, for in the insults, the hardships, the persecutions, and the troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. See, Paul is revealing something here. There was a level of life you could only learn through suffering. Now think with me, Paul was the apostle of, of um, grace. He understood grace. He understood the finished work. He's the one in Revelation 3, I'm sorry, Revelation, Ephesians 3, 2, that got the illumination of, of grace. This dispensation was given to me. He was the first disciple to really wrap his arms around it. He brought the other disciples around him in the, in the course of, of a period, short period of time. So he, he went to himself, he was knocked off a horse, God blinded him. God then saved him. He was led to the Lord by Jesus himself. <laughs> and it did such in grand fashion, too. Wouldn't it be great? How do you guys say, well, this guy led me to the Lord? Well, Jesus showed up and slapped him off a horse and said, get saved. Paul said, okay. Something like that. <laughs> and um, My own paraphrase. And he got saved. And so then, then he begins to teach him about his mercy and teaching about his grace and, and the scope of this gospel that that um, he procured for us on the cross. So he, he took him away for three years and he taught him through the spirit in the Arabian desert. He was taught the things of God, the things of this gospel. He studied the scriptures and saw the gospel of grace eking out and popping out of the Old Testament because his eyes were open to the Old Testament now through the spirit. Yet with all this understanding that Paul had and no one else had, 
There was something that God could only teach him about his grace with the thorn. There was something he could only learn through pain. Whatever that pain was. Physical, emotional, mental, psychological. There was something deep and there was something profound. There was something you could not learn in a classroom. There's nothing you could learn academically. There's nothing you could learn mentally. It was something you had to learn spiritually. And the only place you could learn it was in this place of suffering. Inexplicable, undeserved, unwarranted suffering. And however that plays out, we're going to talk a little bit about this on Sunday morning. This sort of dovetails into what we're speaking about Sunday morning. Now let me tell you about a little bit about this classroom of pain. Because I'm in college, I've been in college, seems like most of my life. And I learn, and, and I, I have a test on Friday, so I study, I study, I take my test. I study long enough to remember well, everything I need to remember for my test. And then I forget it. Because I don't have to take a test again. I'm done. Well, I remember it. I spend most of my time forgetting things I'm supposed to be learning. I have never forgotten one lesson I've learned in the classroom of pain. Those lessons are, are, are on my heart. Those lessons are in my soul. Those things are part of my experience. They have made up the fabric of my character, my, ethic, my um, ethics, and who I am. I'm never, I've never forgotten one lesson God has taught me in the dark night of my soul. I have forgotten quotes and quips and lessons and outlines and sermons and messages and Greek words and Hebrew words and Arabic words. I have forgotten all that stuff. That stuff I forget as a, as a lifestyle. My delete button's getting bigger with every year I'm alive. But I have never forgotten Anything I've learned in tears. Those things are indelible upon me forever. Let's go to our, our passage for today. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 to 15. says this, 16. Dear friends, don't be surprised at fiery trials you're going, to, going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is re revealed in all the world. Now, I'm not saying to go there, but you want to read a, a verse that sort of dovetails with this is, is 1 Peter 1 verse 7. It talks about those who have suffered in Christ when he comes back will receive praise, honor, and glory. I always love that verse. That means those who have endured will, see, will receive praise, honor, and glory. We'll get commended by God with praise, honor, and glory. Verse 7, chapter 1, verse 14. So be happy when you are insulted for being a Christian. For then the glorious Spirit of God rests on you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on, on your part, he is glorified. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, or making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs, or prying into other people's affairs, or prying into other people's affairs. I'm sorry, or prying into other people's affairs. Oh, there he goes. I, I loosened the record, get stuck on that one line there. 
Oh, I'll pride. No, okay. Uh, but there is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Stealing, making trouble. Oh, I'm sorry, there it was again. Came right back. There is no shame to suffer being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. So again, they're, they're talking about, this is talking about the persecution that of, of being a Christian or any of the Paul brings up um, stuff we bring on ourselves. We always talk about repentance. Repentance is something that you feel a deep grief for your sin. It's not a deep remorse for the consequences of your sin. No one likes the consequences for sin. No one likes what sin brings into their life. That else stinketh. That's Spanish and, and Greek combined. And, and, uh, and, and the King James. When you see these things, some of our problems are just self-afflicted problems. Okay, most of them are self-afflicted problems. 99% of them are self-afflicted problems. But that necessarily make the pain less. Now, there are all sorts of different types of suffering. And like I said, we've been talking about persecution. But there are probably none more profound than what I like to coin spiritual confusion. Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, a ministry of Grace Connection Church. This is Pastor Kelly. If you live in the Bay Area, we would love to meet you. Our service times are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Grace Connection Church is located at 4017 56th Avenue North, St. Petersburg. Or you can call us at 727-565-4674. Again, 727-565-4674. Or visit us on the web at graceconnectionchurch.org. Again, that is graceconnectionchurch.org. We hope we get a chance to meet you. Until then, keep thinking Grace Thoughts.